the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and Jason Walker. Welcome back to the, uh, you know, to the to the show that we're doing right now. Following the local teams, breaking down the biggest games with in-depth analysis and team interviews. There's going to be much higher expectations, sense of awareness of what uh, we bring to the table. Join the show by calling into 435-752-1069 or text 435-339-0321. It's the Full Court Press. Gross, and yes! Touchdown, did he get it? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson and Jason Walker here on the show. Thanks for tuning in on a Wednesday. Being along for the ride and love to hear from you during the show. Full Court Press text line is open, 435-339-0321 to chime in. Uh, today we're, we're talking a little bit about uh, some World Cup. We now know who's going to be in the championship. And uh, some big stars, some big names will be there. Will it gain much attention in the States? You know, are people around here even paying attention to the World Cup? Uh, but uh, we'll do that. Will uh, Utah Jazz getting a lot of their players back last night and definitely a different-looking team last night than what we've seen over the last couple of weeks? Or is it just the Pelicans and they just have the Pelicans number? Uh, they will face each other again, those same two teams, tomorrow. Uh, but uh, feel free to chime in on the state of the Jazz. Um, and uh, continuing to look at you know what's going on in the Mountain West Conference um, you know, with, with basketball. Certainly we've got uh, some bowl games going on coming up uh, soon, this weekend. And uh, one of those certainly will be here on the fan uh, Saturday night as uh, we'll be broadcasting the uh, the Frisco Bowl uh, and uh, have full play-by-play coverage here on the fan, part of a, uh, an arrangement with a, a group that does radio broadcasts for a number of college football bowl games through bowl season. And uh, here at the fan, uh, they reached out to us and said, hey, we're going to be doing these bowls. Do you want to take our feed? And we said, sure, absolutely, we'll do it. Uh, and then it also includes the uh, the bowl game that Utah State will be involved with, the uh, Serve Pro First Responders Bowl on December 27th. So very exciting stuff coming up during bowl week. And I know we've kind of bagged on uh, all the names of the bowls and are there too many bowls and do bowls just celebrate mediocrity too much. But let's be honest, it, it gives us another couple of weeks if not almost a month of an extra month of, uh, of college football. So let's just be excited for that, shall we? Can, we? can we be excited for just more football? Is that okay? Yeah, it's fine. Like, I have no problem with more football. Um, and so there's nothing inherently wrong with it. You can say it celebrates mediocrity. Those things are all true. That's the thing. Is it? Those things don't have to be mutually exclusive. Bowl games do celebrate mediocrity. When you brag about going to a bowl game, yeah, Utah State has like three or four of their their bowls that they've been to in like the 10 bowl games in 12 years. A lot of those were games or years where they were at 500 or maybe barely above it. I think at least twice when they went to bowl games, they ended up finishing the year below 500. So, yeah, they 
Bowl games are celebrating mediocrity. But it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's more football. Yeah, you get to play football. And I, I said this last time I had this conversation is that March Madness, there's too much basketball. And I don't give a rip because <laughs> I enjoy it. Yes. So you can those things don't have to be mutually exclusive. Okay, so uh, I, we did not prep for this, so Jason's getting this very cold. But oh, dang. we're going to play a little game, okay? <laughs> I'm going to throw out the name of a bowl game. Oh, crap. And you tell me where it's going to be played. You don't need to tell me who will play in it. Okay. Well, that's or exactly I, well, when it will play. But if you can at least name the city. Oh, no chance. Because I, I could I could barely tell you where the Utah State's Bowl is being played. <laughs> okay. So uh, you can play along on our full court press text line. Can I get like the state? Can I we'll, do that? We'll see how well you do. Uh, <laughs> we'll see how close you can get. All right. Uh, so I'll warm you up with a couple, okay? How about the Myrtle Beach Bowl? Uh, that one's in... It's one of the Carolinas. It's like... That's the best I can do. Okay, so Conway, South Carolina. South Carolina. Coastal Carolina, their venue. I mean, it's near Myrtle Beach, so that's that's pretty easy. I only know that because Utah State played in a Myrtle Beach basketball tournament (laughs) last year. That's the only reason I know that. That's true. Uh, How about the Lending Tree Bowl? (laughs) No clue. (laughs) I'm not even going to try. That's that's in Hancock-Whitney Stadium in Mobile, Alabama. Ah, yes! Hancock Stadium. I remember it well. I've never been there. (laughs) But of course. I mean, there's some that are pretty obvious. Las Vegas Bowl. Uh, the L.A. New Mexico. Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I mean, New Mexico Bowl. So there's some that are pretty self-explanatory. Fenway Bowl. Is that the name of a city? <laughs> Fenway Park in Boston. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but the Cure Bowl. Georgia. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be played in Orlando, Florida. <laughs> it was only a couple states away. Uh, the Bahamas Bowl. Uh, France. <laughs> Thomas A. Robinson National Stadium in the Bahamas. Okay. Um, Armed Forces Bowl. Well, it's so, somewhere in Texas. Air Force will be involved in this. We'll have it here on this station. Was that one in Dallas? It's in Fort Worth. So Fort it's Worth. in the area. Close enough. Yeah, it's in the area. It's closer than I've gotten. <laughs> The Independence Bowl. Oh, I feel like I know where this one's played and I can't remember. Oh, shoot. No, I, I can't remember. Where, where is it at? Independence Stadium in Shreveport, Louisiana. Maybe I didn't know. <laughs> I felt like I knew and I couldn't remember. Independence, Missouri? <laughs> well, that would be interesting. Uh,. So let's go with the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. I, I don't know. <laughs> this is uh, Oklahoma State versus Wisconsin in this one. Tennessee? I don't know. Uh, Chase Field in Phoenix, Arizona. Not even close. <laughs> All right, <laughs> just do one or two more, and we'll move on. Uh, there's a few that are obvious, to, like the Pinstripe Bowl. Yeah, that one's... The uh, the they play at Yankee Stadium. Yankee Stadium. I so only sort of know that because I was researching the old Gotham Bowl today, the one that Utah State played in 1961, which mm. that one was also played at Yankee Stadium. It was back when it was called the Polo Grounds, or I think it was a different Yankee Stadium, maybe. Is it the same one from back in the 60s? 
No. The well, one they're in they now is a new it. stadium. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was thinking. So well, the old stadium. But, but, yeah, it's cold up there. <laughs> that bowl didn't last very long. Uh, the Cheez-It Bowl. I don't remember. So this is interesting because Cheez-It used to sponsor a bowl that was more in the western United States, and I can't exactly remember what where it was. I wasn't think that, it was wasn't that one in Arizona? It's Sun Devil Stadium. But now the Cheez It Bowl is at Camping World Stadium in Orlando, Florida. A lot of these bowl games on the East Coast. Granted that's where most of the teams are, so fair enough. Uh the last one then we'll move on. The Duke's Mayo Bowl. The most disgusting winning <laughs> celebration in yeah, all of the bowl I games. Don't, I t- you get a bucket of mayonnaise dumped on you. Like slowly on dumped on you. <laughs> like, yes, it's I guess so gross. It's like you have to hold it over them. Um, is that one also played in one of the Carolinas? Yes. Because I'm pretty sure Duke's Mayo is based out of there or somewhere around there. Uh, it's played in Charlotte, North Carolina. Very good. So, yeah, there's some weird names. Uh, in destinations, you really have to dig into it to figure out where where these games are being played. But we're going to have, gosh, what is it, six bowls? Yeah, I think it was six, including the Utah State one. Or maybe seven, including the Utah State one. Uh, we had it. We, it was on the, now i got to pull up the 106.9 The Fan. Yeah, you, you posted it on Twitter, and I looked at that. That's what I'm trying to remember. Because it starts this weekend. This weekend, the um, the bowl I thought Utah State was going to, the Frisco Bowl. So I don't know if that one's on the fan. Yes, Frisco oh, Bowl will be Saturday night. Uh, that's December 17th. That's Boise State versus North Texas. By the way, Boise State announced today they have hired their new offensive coordinator. Name I didn't really recognize, but I don't, haven't taken the time to dig into who he is. I usually don't recognize the names they bring in. If you do recognize the names people are bringing in, it's either a famous name or you spend way too much time <laughs> with college football. Uh, or uh, have just been around a long time because these names get recycled anyway. True. On December 20th, it'll be the Idaho Potato Bowl. The famous Idaho Potato famous Bowl. Famous Idaho Potato Everyone Bowl. Everyone knows the Potato Bowl for being famous. San Jose State versus Eastern Michigan. On December 22nd, that's the Armed Forces Bowl. We just talked about that a minute ago. That's Air Force versus Baylor. Then it picks up again on the 26th with the Quick Lane Bowl. New Mexico State versus Bowling Green. Uh, December 27th with the First Responders Bowl. The Serve Pro First Responders Bowl with the Utah State Aggies. Serve Pro First Responder Bowl. Is it first responder? Yeah, there's not an S. Is that an S? Oh, I've been saying it wrong the whole time. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I had to double check because my first, I think, initial reporting had it wrong, and I had to go back and edit the article. I don't know if I fixed the tweets or whatever I did, but, yeah. (laughs) I I looked that up specifically because I wasn't sure, and it was I was wrong. Just one first responder gets recognized. Yes, just one. Just one. Uh, So, yeah, that'll be on the 27th, Utah State and Memphis. And then on January 2nd, the ReliaQuest Bowl with Mississippi State and Illinois. And uh, Mississippi State will still play in that bowl game. Uh, they did announce their defensive coordinator will be uh, – uh, 
He was going to be the interim head coach, and then I think they've just said he's going to be our head coach. Yeah, they announced that at least today, really in quick succession. Yeah. Barely had time to be the interim coach. Now he's permanent head coach. Yeah, that was very, very fast, the way that came about. So, Which I think speaks well of, of him and, and that institution just trying to make a quick decision. And uh, it's really important season right now with recruiting going on, transfer portal going on. I think they they want to know those those upcoming athletes. They want to know who's who's going to be in charge. Yeah, this is about the time that a lot of teams that may have fired their head coach or had a coach leave or whatever. This is about the time when they're starting to pick up who that head coach is. Heck, I think uh, Utah State when they hired Gary Anderson, he was hired before Utah State played in their bowl game. Yes. But uh, Anderson ended up stepping back because he didn't want to jump in yet. Um, just wanted to let the team ride it out, which they did, obviously. So, yeah, this is, this is when teams are hiring their coaches for the very reasons you stated, recruiting and transfer portal and all this stuff. It's, it's kind of why I just wish the NCAA would just say no recruiting in December, just dead period in December. Do not talk to anybody because – it's creating too much confusion with coaching, with you know, and in recruiting, and it's it's sometimes almost punishing teams that get to bowl games because you can't recruit or you can't do this, you can't do that, or G five teams lose their coach because their coach is doing well, they, they lose them for the bowl game. Maybe they're going to lose them anyway, but they lose them for the bowl game because they want to go to somewhere else because that coach wants to get a head start on their recruiting. It's just not fair. Yeah, it's a really – I really don't like this time of year for the uh, people that are on coaching staffs. I really feel for them. Uh, there's quick turnaround, uh, the expectations that are there. There's the, uh, some unrealistic expectations that are placed upon them. Uh, then you've got to deal with the transfer portal. Uh, you're recruiting your own players to stay. Sometimes you're encouraging others to go. Then you got to see who's available to fill in, uh, even in mixing with the, the high school recruiting that you're already doing. And then on top of that, if you're lucky enough to go to a bowl game, you got to squeeze in some time there to do some prep, uh, figure out what your, uh, your itinerary is with schedules. Oh, and Christmas is somehow wedged in there. Yeah, Christmas and often in the early parts of December, you've got finals for schools. While the, you know, the student athletes are focused on that or have to be focused on that. Otherwise, well, I don't know. It depends if they're leaving or not. But they don't want to be ineligible, obviously, for the next season. Um. So yeah, it's just a mess. And obviously, you got positional coaches. There's so much turnover with position coaches and coordinators and whatnot, where maybe they're getting recruited to go take a new job somewhere else as they try and move up the coaching ladder. And it's just, it's a mess. And honestly, of all the things to clean up in college football, this really should be, you know, on the docket. Try and figure out ways to clean up how much of a mess December is. Cause, and, and it doesn't get any attention because it's not like this huge detriment to the quality of college football. The only thing it impacts is a handful of bowl games every year. But I think it would really improve quality of life if they took some time and just 
you know, worked on this little bit. Wouldn't be fun, wouldn't be thrilling. He'd probably upset a few people by setting restrictions. But, you know, it just make this time of year. Just honestly, if you move all the stuff that happens in December, just move it one month down the road. Let all this kind of stuff happen. Obviously, you don't want to restrict coaches so you can't leave. But, like, just move all this hectic stuff to January when there isn't football being played. That's really all I'm asking. Yeah, because then you have an idea of what a coaching staff is really going to look like. Uh, if if a coaching staff gets fired and a new coach comes in and is putting a new staff together, there's not such a rush to try to get someone fired. Or if some coach is, is having some success at a lower-level school-ish and there are all these questions swirling about, is he going to stay or is he going to go? No, I'm not going anywhere. And then the next day, he's like, "Yeah, sorry, I'm on a plane. I'm going to the next destination." I mean, that's that's still going to happen. Yeah. But at least it gives a little bit more time for people to understand what's going on, and for recruits and current players to figure out, "Am I going to stay committed to that institution, or do I go somewhere else?" Yeah, it's just moving all of this stuff. You know, there's, you're never going to be able to change the, like you said, the coach that says. I'm staying here up until the day he leaves, where a coach is literally lying to his athletic director saying, oh, I'm not being recruited by anybody else, and the next day he's signing a piece of paper, leaving the school. So just just move all of that so it's not impacting bowl games. And move the recruiting. Add a bit of a dead period in December. Now, if you want kids to still go into the transfer portal in December, I, I guess, I don't really think that you know affects anything. Well, and we're instituting a college football playoff here before too long, and that's yeah. going to be additional games in December. Yeah. So it's just, when are these people going to actually see their families? <laughs> yeah, it's just, gosh. Just let December play out. Let us have football in December, and let the off season actually begin in the off season. And it would be like in the NFL if you started free agency in, in January. Like, what the heck is going on? Like, where, you know, players are moving and coaches are moving and, like, you know, you know somebody, in a, a football NFL team in the playoffs, like their coordinator gets picked up and goes to another team, which actually, I don't know if that's, I can't remember if that's actually happened, where coordinators from NFL teams, like, say, in the playoffs get hired as a head coach somewhere else. I mean, there's usually talk about that sometimes, but at least it doesn't happen until they're done. Right. So... Just move all of the non-football stuff to the non-football part of the calendar. Uh, five, like, yeah. Sorry, 5338 texting in. I'm all for more college football also. However, uh, wait, let me try again. I'm all for more college football also. However, I worry about injuries to key players in a meaningless game. McGriff could get hurt and no longer be worth a first-round draft pick. <laughs> Which draft are we talking about? Is there a draft I keep missing? I don't think he's worth. Yeah, I mean, well, the way. the injuries obviously on obviously is joking around, but you know the the meaninglessness of bowl season is being exemplified in how many people are skipping the games because they're saying I'm not going to play in this game that is ultimately worthless. The only benefit to playing in bowl game is. You know, for the program, the players get some benefit in just the enjoyment of playing the sport. But players who have actual ambitions at the next level, there's nothing, nothing for them there. 
it's hard because yeah, one game, you know, there's they've got a twelve or maybe if you've been playing it for a couple of years, you got thirty six games, right, for them to look back on or more more. Um, of uh, that's a lot of tape for some players. In one game, is that really going to dramatically move your stock up or down? Uh, probably not a lot. Um, but if you're, I mean, if you're considered a you know, first three rounds, draft pick, playing in your bowl, yeah, probably not worth it. Yeah. But if you're fringe draft eligible, or not eligible, but considered, then I think it still makes sense to play and participate in your bowl. Anything you can do to continue to produce good tape and reasons for an NFL team to take a look at you, then you Playing in the bowl is a big opportunity to do that, to help that. I mean, it can. And by definition, it does help if you put good, you know, if you put good play on tape, it helps. And so that can help for, you know, fringe NFL prospects. I know Blake Anderson was saying that, uh, you know, people remember the last thing you did, which I guess because we're all human, that does play a factor. But by then, by the bowl game, you'll have put at least 12 games on tape. You know, plus however many years before that. NFL teams aren't going to ignore the first 12 games. They go by the entire body of work. And the NFL is thorough. They are incessantly thorough with their draft process. They tear through everything, every play, every rep, every rep where you, you know, walked through your passing route because you weren't, you know, the 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 target on that play they look through everything good bad and otherwise and so for a bowl game there's not much you're going to be able to put on tape that's going to change anyone's mind unless you go for 300 yards but in that case they may just chalk it up to well he had a good game this is what he's normally like he can be that good but they're going to go by the entirety of the tape and so you're not really changing anything and so at that point, really the only factor is, well, what's the risk of injury? And the risk of injury is there, and the only way to remove it is by not playing. So maybe that's part of our Would You Rather Wednesday, you know? If you're a fringe NFL player, do you make sure you're healthy enough for your pro day? And if you're lucky enough to be invited to uh, the Combine? Just focus on that starting now, or do you still stay in there with your teammates and try to get some good plays on tape? Four three five three three nine zero three two one. And I, I guess part of that too is I don't know if that necessarily applies to really anybody on the Utah State roster this year. I think there are some guys who are fringe NFL guys. I'm not trying to say that there's not an NFL player on this roster, but I don't know that there would be anybody who is considered pretty automatic in that they should avoid the bowl game just to make sure that they don't that doesn't negatively if negatively affect their draft prospects but uh, certainly we can discuss that a couple different texts coming through we'll get to those 435-339-0321 to chime in here on the full court press
One of this year's most popular and in-demand Christmas gifts is sure to be the e-bike. Find the best name in e-bikes, the Yamaha Power Assist Bikes at Cash Honda Yamaha in Hyde Park. Yamaha e-bikes have superior technology and pure ride performance. Choose the model and style right for you. Yamaha all-road e-bikes or Yamaha mountain e-bikes. All backed up by Cash Honda Yamaha's full service department. Yamaha Power Assist e-bikes on display and on sale now at Cash Honda Yamaha at the light in Hyde Park. Alpine Home Medical has been around for over 25 years. Can you believe that? Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent. What keeps us coming to work every day? We're passionate about caring for you. From home and bathroom safety to transportation, mobility, recovery, oxygen, sleep, and more, come into any of our 10 locations today and let us take care of you. Alpine Home Medical, we bring wellness home. Visit us at alpinehomemedical.com. Hi, this is Jeff John, head golf professional at Logan River Golf Course. It's time once again for our annual holiday pass sale. We have all of our season passes as well as punch passes on sale at the lowest prices of the season. Adult and senior season passes, junior passes, adult and senior punch passes on sale. We have all of our merchandise in the shop on sale from 10 to 40% off. Hats, shoes, assorted clubs, men's and ladies wear, gloves, and of course golf balls which make great stocking stuffers. Happy holidays from all of us at the Logan River Golf Course. Play well, play fair, play fast. Fast. Holiday parties and events at the Riverwoods Conference Center offer a festive and fun holiday atmosphere. Paired with catering from the Elements Restaurant, your special occasion can include tasty hors d'oeuvres, delicious entrees, and decadent desserts that always deliver excellence. Now accepting reservations for the 2022 holiday season, the Riverwoods Conference Center and Elements Restaurant can accommodate you whether your event is large or small. Visit theriverwoods.com or call 750-5151. Nothing compares to the warmth and feel that a wood stove provides. The two-time Best of Northern Utah winning team says there's never been a better time to replace your old inefficient wood stove and install a new energy-efficient EPA-certified Vermont casting wood product in your home. The U.S. government is offering federal tax credits of 26% on your wood stove install. For Vermont casting units, that includes stoves, venting, and labor. Call or email Advanced Fireplace and Stove for a free in-home estimate. Call 435-752-7272 or go to advancedfireplaceandstove.com. The Young Automotive Group is proud to announce Young Truck and Trailer Center in Cache Valley. Whether it's heavy equipment trailers, horse trailers, race car trailers, or cargo and utility trailers, we're excited to offer some of the finest trailers and flatbed work trucks to Cache Valley. Our team of experts look forward to helping you find the right truck or trailer to fit your needs. With competitive prices offered on every make and model for sale on our lot. With our extensive inventory, you'll find the best deals right here in Cache Valley. Young Truck and Trailer Center, just off Highway 89 in Logan. Think young, drive young. Sunday on Compass Media Network's coverage of the NFL, it's a Week 15 showdown in the AFC with playoff implications as the Los Angeles Chargers host the Tennessee Titans. Hi everyone, Troy Clarity here. Join Brian Baldinger and me for all the action as Justin Herbert tries to keep the Chargers in the hunt while the AFC South leading Titans look to get back in the win column. It's the Tennessee Titans and the LA Chargers. If it's the NFL, it's right here. Sunday afternoon, beginning at 145 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Eric Franson, Jason Walker, here on the Full Court Press. 435-339-0321, couple texts coming through. Uh, 2776 texting in. 
Uh, don't forget about those bowl game swag bags. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, players, coaches, they, they, it can be varied. Some can be pretty, pretty swanky. Some of the gifts that they end up with. Others are like, oh, wow. Uh, thanks. I'll give this to my little brother or something. But yeah, usually there is something that's, uh, uh, that every player goes home with. And that's part of the experience. That's part of the reward of going to a bowl game is everybody gets some kind of gift uh, or, or selection of things. Some, I've seen as some places get uh, like really high-end stuff. So I, I don't know where things are going to be at this year with the different gift bags that are going to be handed out, but that is pretty cool. It's one of the perks. Yeah, the New Year's Six Bowls tend to be yeah, very much in that high-end where they're getting – hundreds of dollars of stuff away to each athlete. Uh, Utah State's Bowl is going to be more on the low end where it's a backpack full of T-shirts and shorts and maybe a small electronic something. I don't know, something cheap, but it'll it'll be on the low end. <laughs> a phone charger? Yes, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> like a, a pin you put in your backpack? Some kind of adapter, a flash drive of, <laughs> of highlights of past first responder bowls or something. Uh, 9315, won't NIL change things so people won't opt out of a bowl game? Maybe, and uh, I want to tie this in. I think 6294 um, kind of ties into this as well. says they don't find a way to pay players for participating in bowl games because the games are irrelevant. What will stop players from only playing half a season once their draft stock is at its peak? Mark my word, it will happen. So obviously, six two nine four is extending that to the season, but I think that's mainly because you begin to uh, they will opt out of the full season because then you're like then you're noted as a quitter. Yeah, you're avoiding games, and the NFL doesn't want you wouldn't want to draft somebody who's avoiding games. Yeah, you want you want people that are competitive and not completely self centered. Um, players that get injured and don't rush back. That can happen, but at least they have an excuse. Um, so players aren't going to sit out an entire season because of their draft stock. Because um, there's nobody who's that good. Because if you sit out a season because you think you're all that in a bag of chips, you're going to get drafted in the fourth round. Because you're never that good. Um, players who are consensus number one picks fall all the way into the second round. Yeah. Because of a year or two. And so nobody's going to... Nobody's gonna, it's not like basketball where, you know, there are NBA teams that would draft certain 15-year-olds first overall just because. Right. Because maybe potential. they are that good. Yeah. Um, but in terms of paying players to tie in with both techs, I don't think there's an amount they can pay them that would work if it's not in the millions of dollars. Because this is literally a multi-million dollar risk for the players. Like, say you're a, you're a player who... You know, this won't apply to too many players, but say you're someone who's going to be toward the top of the first round. You're talking, you know, fourth overall pick made like $20 million on the rookie wage scale this last year. Let's say you're going to be a third, fourth, fifth round pick. That's right about where you're looking to go. If you get injured and you fall, let's say you only fell like six spots. That's $10 million you just lost because of that injury. You know, if, if you tear an ACL or, or, you know, tear an Achilles, you know, some season-ending injury, that means you won't be able to play the next NFL year. 
That's, you know, $10 million. That's assuming you don't fall farther, because a lot of times the, there's still some players who are um, managing to retain their draft status, even, even with season-ending injuries. It's not as, as bad as it used to be. But still, that can be a difference. Let's say you're a second-round pick. The, the difference between the top of the second round, it's like, I think, $2 million a year, and then toward the back end of the second round to the third round, you're looking at $1 million, a little bit less. So still, that's a potential multi-million dollar difference because of an injury. And so unless bowl games, like if they say, oh, hey, we'll pay $80,000 to play in this bowl game. Okay. I mean, if you're super confident that you're not going to get injured, then certainly that's worth it. But it's still a risk because you're risking millions of dollars. You're pushing millions of dollars onto a table. And hoping that it doesn't tip over just on a freak accident that can occur at any moment. Well, that's just my thing too. Is like, look, an injury could happen at any time. If we're playing, if we're concerned about avoiding injury, why does anybody ever play? Uh, and an, an injury could take place at any moment when you're playing a game. Yeah. And like we saw just the other night with Monday Night Football, sometimes he doesn't even need contact to have a serious injury. With yeah. Kyler Murray. Well, a lot of the more serious injuries tend to be non-contact. You know, ACL and Achilles tend to be non-contact injuries. That's usually what scares people is when there's when somebody goes down without contact, they immediately think, all right, ACL, he's yeah. done. Oh, that's not good. That's, that's just how it is. It's not always the case, but that's the immediate fear because non-contact injury usually means you rip something. 6294 uh, with an addendum. They will sit out part of a season to avoid injury. Why play the conference championship for no compensation? And didn't one of the Bolsa brothers sit out second half of the season? He may have had injury problems. I can't remember. Yeah, I'm not saying it would never happen. It's just the the bowl is becoming a trend because there's a view that the bowl games are meaningless. You're not getting anything from it. You know. But I think partly, too, because of the timeline. Like, uh, the NFL Combine is when? That's in, is that in March? Yeah, it's in, like, is it in April. I think it's in April. I think it's in April. Um, and then the draft is, is not that far after that. And so I think if there's a risk that if you get injured in a bowl, can you, what's your timeline in getting healthy and not just getting healthy, but also improving your, your abilities on specific skill sets that they're going to test you on before the, the combine or before your pro day or bef- before that eventual draft takes place. So that really can offset players' timelines in focusing specifically on those few things to work on to improve their timing and their, their strength on a few specific things that are going to be part of the test. Yeah, and I think what's really keeping players from, you know, not playing a, a conference championship like 6294 suggested in, in other uh, late-season games, part of what's holding them back is just convention. You know, they're they're not wanting to to dip out because there's an expectation for them to play, and if they don't play, then questions get asked. That kind of, I imagine, used to be the case with bowl games, but then um, now somebody started the trend, and now it keeps going. And so the dam is kind of broken in that sense. I don't think it will happen for the regular season. I just don't see it happening because... You know, again, questions will be asked of players. Their competitive fire will be questioned. You know, do you care about your teammates? And those kind of things that can drop your draft stock a little bit. Maybe someday in the future they do begin. You know, huge prospects will sit out their 
what you have to go three years out of high school i think it is or is it just two uh i think it's three yeah so maybe if they play two big seasons then maybe but the other thing is there's not too many prospects that can afford to sit out an entire season because you're spending you'd have to have two great full seasons incredible seasons. yeah and and not too many people have those a lot of times a lot of prospects are building it off the one season so it's possible i'm not going to say 69 is like completely wrong and that it'll never happen but i just don't feel like that'll become as common as people skipping out on bowl games i yeah i agree i think there's a there's too much risk, and it would outweigh the reward uh, on that. Uh, 5338 Full Court Press should sponsor a bowl game and distribute swag bags. We can sponsor a Full Court Press flag football bowl. <laughs> and I'm half serious about that, to be honest. <laughs> now, I have always joked that uh, if, if there was a bowl game I would really love to see, it would be the toilet bowl, and you find the two worst teams in college football and have them face each other. And the team who loses, uh, you you award them with like a gilded toilet. <laughs> That'd be the most expensive trophy <laughs> in the entire country, aside from the sentimental. Maybe of a gilded plunger. Maybe it's a. It's not as much surface area. Like a gold plated plunger. It'll just like fake gold. <laughs> Get some gold spray paint. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, but what, what do we put in our full court press swag bag? Maybe some shirts, some little plastic footballs with our logo on it. Yeah, we could do something. Stickers, fun little things. Just a little small, one of those little cheap plastic backpack things that were popular. Find a local high school to uh, host it. Yeah. You said just go play on one of the turf fields. Maybe see if you can get Utah State to let us play on there. <laughs> Not in the stadium. It'd have to be like on legacy fields or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be an easy way to, to tear your ACL. Yeah, there you go. All right, uh, got to take another time out here in the Full Court Press. Uh, some more to come. We've got more texts coming through, 435-339-0321. Uh, it's a Would You Rather Wednesday here on the Full Court Press. Utah Jazz picked up a nice win over the Pelicans. Uh, what was different about last night's game compared to the last several that we've seen out of this Utah team? Uh, so we have some more high school hoops going on tonight. We'll update you on that. It's all coming up here on the Full Court Press. As a small business, achieving your financial goals and ambitions can be a steep and rocky mountain to climb. This is Brett Green, president of Cash Valley Bank. To conquer this mountain and achieve your goals, it takes planning, hard work, and discipline. At Cash Valley Bank, we have the resources, expertise, and flexibility to help you scale your way to success. Give us a call. Let's work together and climb the mountains that await. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. Touchdown! The Aggies are going to the First Responder Bowl, and the fan is joining News Talk KVNU to bring you the game. Tuesday, December 27th, the Aggies face Memphis kickoff is at 115. Game day pregame show will begin at 11, as Al Lewis and Craig Hislop break down the matchup. Love the matchup against Memphis. Really good football team. Familiar with those guys. Don't miss any of the bowl game coverage and the game on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan, the home of Aggie faithful. 
We're heading into some crazy weather this winter, which means power outages. Tyler and his team at Golden Spike Electric can install a Generac automatic standby generator for your home so you can avoid issues when the power goes out. If you have one already, Golden Spike Electric can maintain your Generac automatic standby generator for you. Find them online at gsegenerators.com or call 435-257-3016. Golden Spike Electric and Generac automatic standby generators. Power you can count on. Your skis are skinny and your boots tie with leather. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You need up-to-date ski equipment and your kids want the good stuff. Al Sporting Goods has season ski rental for the entire family. Ski and board equipment that you can rent for the entire season. Pick them up now, bring them back in May. And for a limited time, get a free Cherry Peak Lift Pass. Youth season ski or snowboard rental, only $99. Adult season ski or snowboard rentals, only $114. Don't wait. 99 and 114 season ski rental prices will go up. Al's Sporting Goods for season ski rentals. Every sport, every season. This holiday season, Cares for Christmas is helping families, and we are so grateful for all the donations that have been brought in so far this season. But we still need your help. Gift cards for things like gas, food, and clothing can help families put their money to other necessities. For more information, please visit caresforchristmas.org. That's caresforchristmas.org. And thanks for caring this Christmas. There is a gift that goes for everyone at Cash Honda Yamaha. Take home a side-by-side, an ATV, a motorcycle. Get in early for their very limited supply of youth Honda CRF dirt bikes. From the CRF 50 to the CRF 250. Save 500 to 900 on Yamaha e-bikes. The perfect gift that goes might just be a Honda snowblower or a Honda generator. Helmets, goggles, gloves, hats, fox and fly riding gear, and casual wear are popular gifts. They really do have the gifts that go at Cash Honda Yamaha at the light in Hyde Park. Which local high schools do you follow and support? Find your favorite high school logoed items at the Locker 42 North store. Yes, Locker 42 North has high school logoed hoodies, t-shirts, blankets, and more. Green Canyon, Mountain Crest, Logan, Ridgeline, and Skyview can all find their high school logos on apparel at Locker 42 North. And high school logoed items make great Christmas gifts. Logoed items from all your favorite high schools exclusively at the Locker 42 North store, 1430 North Main, next to Little Caesars. Breaking down the biggest games with in-depth analysis and team interviews it's the full court press with eric franson and jason walker Eric France and Jason Walker here on the Full Court Press, 435-339-0321. The chime in here on the Full Court Press. Um, yeah, a couple different things we're talking about. We're talking about bowl games. Like More football is okay, even if these are a lot of mediocre teams facing each other. Some fun with trying to figure out where these bowls are. Yeah, <laughs> trying to figure them out. Also talking about coaching changes in December. Right, trying to make some changes to make sense because – now they did. I, I do applaud them for like the early signing period. I think that's kind of important uh, for the high school athletes, um, JUCO athletes. They tried to make some changes to the transfer portal, but I think they could still 
make that even move that further back into the uh, deeper into the month of December or even into early January. Yeah, I think that that might be better. Grant, you're never going to get players to not say they're going in the transfer portal or you know those decisions being made and made known in the middle of the season. But that's not necessarily the problem. Kids can do that whenever they want. I don't think anybody has a problem with that. It's trying to remove the rush from December and push into January. Now, 2417, he uh, texts and says, uh, to respond to Jason's comment about moving coaching changes uh, a month, you know, from December to January, he says they can't. Imagine being a new coach and trying to hire your staff and prepare for spring practices in two months. Uh, two months. It's already a rush. I mean, I guess, but two months is too short to prepare? Can't do two months? Yeah, that's that's still enough time. Like, I get it would be more of a rush, and every day is meaningful. But let's be fair to the programs who are then thrown into a rush. Like, you know, Utah State, when they went to the the bowl in 2018, they, they had to rush, and they had, like, three coaches left on the staff. I think that wasn't unfair to them, unfair to those players, unfair to those coaches. Like, yeah, you're going to rustle a few feathers. I said this, if you, if you move into to, to January, you're going to rustle some feathers. Coaches are going to be one of them because they're going to get less time to prepare. But if you want to ditch a program, that's the price you get to pay, is you have to rush a little bit. There's already not a penalty for coaches leaving. If you want to ditch out on a program and go somewhere else, deal with the fact that you only get two months to prepare for, for spring practice. Not to sound... Sarcasta two four one seven. I'm yeah. st- I'm directing my anger toward again this process that uh, broken's not the right word, but just something that needs to be tweaked a little bit to make things a little bit better for the fans and to be a little more fair to some players and to some schools. Right, because there's still some recruiting period there that's still open. Uh, they can still go and try to get guys that that they want. Uh, we're trying to secure others who are already kind of in the pipeline. But, yeah, I don't know. 435-339-0321. Uh, more here on the Full Court Press. Uh, 6891 texting in. Uh, I think Jamar Chase sat a whole season. That sounds funny, but I thought he was injured. Yeah, I'm not sure on that. Uh, 0366, slow sports day. Can't believe we talked about this subject for this long. Less than 2% of college players will hold out of a bowl game. Yeah. But it's it's a hot topic, um, and it is a slow sports day. Ag- basketball doesn't play till tomorrow. Football doesn't play till like what the end of next or like two weeks from now. World Cup happened today. I watched the the semifinal, France versus uh, Morocco. Morocco. That wasn't. Uh, it's was a little bit better than the Argentina, um, Croatia game. Don't know why I was forgetting the other teams in these games. <laughs> I only remember the winning teams. Just remember the winners. We um, only remember winners. Yeah, because Argentina won the 3-0, and I think they were up 2-0 at half. Um, but it was only 1-0 at, at half for France, and Morocco was really getting some some chances. Uh, and they were holding possession pretty well in that second half, and then France got another one in like the 78th, 79th minute, I think it was. It was right, it was right before I went to go talk to Coach Odom after practice that they scored that. Because I was worried. I was like, oh, am I going to miss something good? And then France scored. And I was like, all right. Turn this, <laughs> let's turn this off. It's 2-0. Time like, to go. With like 10 minutes left. So uh, so it should be a good final. Argentina and France are really good. I'd probably favor France. They just look really good. 
uh, better than Argentina. Granted, that doesn't always mean anything. It, you know, anything can happen in those 90 minutes. And when you have Lionel Messi, you know, 35 years old as he is, there's a reason he's one of the best players in, in the history of soccer. So, should be a good game. Two good teams, some really good players, star power. Looking forward to it. So, uh, Morocco will play Croatia in the third place game. Yeah. That'll be Saturday. And then the championship game will be on Sunday, I believe. Yeah. I think that's uh, right. I think the third place game is at noon on Saturday and the championship 8 a.m. on Sunday. 8 a.m.? Yeah. I don't know if I want to get up that early. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's me the World Cup final, but night. still. Granted, they, finding a time for a World Cup final is incredibly hard because you're trying to find it's, a time. It's a worldwide audience. Yeah, so it's it's hard. So that I, I don't know if you want to do that because – what time zone's Argentina in? You want to obviously favor, you know, I mean, they to might them. be an hour ahead of us. I mean, uh, they might be like on the central time zone. I'm not sure, but not that far ahead. Yeah, you want to try and make it a little easier. Granted, the fans there are not going to have any problem getting up early to watch oh, their team play in the World no. Cup final. I'd get up at two in the morning to watch U.S. play in the World Cup final, but. Still, you want to try and make it as easy as possible. And it would probably be early afternoon in France. Yeah, so it's like you can put a, push a little later evening. in France. All right, another quick timeout here in the Full Court Press. Um, yeah, more of your texts coming through, 435-339-0321. And you know, you, we got a good question the, uh, earlier about if the from 5338 about the Full Court Press sponsoring a bowl game. So we've come up with some names with the help of, uh, uh, I don't know what you call it, a matrix that was made available by uh, Fox College Football. So we'll update you on that coming up next here on the Full Court Press. Cares for Christmas is dedicated to helping families this holiday season. In Family Nine, a single mother is living with nine kids, several who are struggling with health problems. The mom would like books, slippers, and jeans. Some needs of the kids are thermos, socks, and boots. For more information, go to caresforchristmas.org. That's caresforchristmas.org. And thanks for caring this Christmas. Happy holidays and thank you for letting Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, the Allergy Clinic, and the Hearing Aid Center take care of your family medical needs. Make sure you call now for an appointment before the end of the year to utilize your cafeteria funds. Located in Providence and the new Three Peaks Medical Plaza, North Logan. The entire staff, along with Drs. Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette, wish you a safe and wonderful holiday. Go to CashValleyENT.com for details. Most insurance products included. Select Med are accepted. Prodigy Brewing has so much appreciation and gratitude for the warm embrace Cash Valley has given us. We want to invite you to join us for Sunday brunch from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Our Sunday-only brunch menu features sweet and savory options such as chorro French toast, chilequiles, fried chicken egg sandwich, and a Bloody Mary bar. You also won't want to miss our hash browns. Whether you are out with a family or friends, Prodigy Brewing is the place to be in Cash Valley. Open seven days a week, located at 25 West Center Street in beautiful downtown Logan. 
The college football bowl season is underway. Catch the Frisco Bowl as the North Texas Mean Green face the Boise State Broncos. Join us live from Toyota Stadium in Frisco, Texas for the Frisco Bowl, presented by Pro on Bowl Season Radio. Saturday night beginning at 7.15, bringing you the most college bowl games from the Mountain West Conference. Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, online at 1069thefan.com or the Fan Mobile app. This is Zach with HSA Depot. Christmas is nearly here. Make sure you be merry and bright by using your pre-tax funds on your medical needs. We know your regular holiday budget is disappearing quick. So instead, save money by using your pre-tax income to buy qualifying medical supplies. HSA Depot carries hundreds of unique and dashing eligible products to help you conquer your health care. Come to HSA Depot next to Sally Beauty Supply and see how much you can save this holiday season. HSA Depot, five-star review. Valley Office Systems has now been serving Northern Utah and Cache Valley since 2007. We sincerely thank you for your support over the years and want to wish you a happy and healthy holiday season. Visit valleyofficesystems.com for all your copier, printer, and furniture needs. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. You'll be more prepared for the cold winter weather with help from your locally owned Napa Auto Parts stores. Save $16 on a pair of Rain-X silicone wiper blades or take the $10 instant rebate on a set of Napa Exact Fit wiper blades and a whole lot more. they got uh, five locations between Preston and Providence, locally owned. Preston to Providence, that's Napa Auto Stores. Uh, Napa Auto Parts, excuse me. Um, so... We talked about Full Court Press. If we were to sponsor a bowl game, with some help of uh, college football on Fox on on Twitter, they sent out a matrix earlier today, uh, just within the last hour. And um, you see these kick around every now and then. So to figure out your bowl, how to name it, and where it would be played, they put together a few things to look at. First, your birth month, the last thing you ate, and what percent uh, what's the percentage on your battery on your phone? So for Jason, your bowl game would be the Capital One Burrito Bowl <laughs> in Boston. <laughs> and mine would be the Verbo Teriyaki Chicken Bowl in Tucson. There you go. So what, would you rather go to the uh, Capital One Burrito Bowl in Boston or the Verbo Teriyaki Chicken Bowl in Tucson. Probably in Tucson. It'd be cold in Boston. <laughs> that would be cold. It would not be a fun destination for a bowl game. That's why that old Gotham Bowl failed, is because it was like negative 14 in one of the bowls. Oh, gosh. Nobody wanted to go watch teams from across the country. You know, teams they, you know, I think the second game they played was like Nebraska and Miami. I was like, nobody wants to watch those teams in the middle of, in the middle of December. 14, negative 14 degree weather. Uh, 0945 texting in Jamar Chase and Penny Sewell both sat out a year, blamed COVID, I believe. Yeah, so that was interesting where there were two people who sat out an entire season. So that goes to the point, you know, 6294, you know, he's put forth the, the possibility. I think he even said mark his words, if I remember correctly. You know, mark his words that they might skip half a season, or in some cases, this was a, well, I don't know, the 2020 yeah, was some, a full season. Some but. schools only played four or five, maybe six games. Um, so it's possible. That's why 
I, I don't think it will be a convention. It could happen. But granted, I don't think it's a coincidence that both of them did it the same year, which was a year that a lot of people decided to opt out and nobody was judging them for opting out. And also Jamar Chase was a Belenikoff winner and Panay Sewell was an Outland Trophy winner. So, but granted, I don't know if that really goes more to my point anyway, because it happens. So, but still, you have to have such a resume um, and a good excuse to opt out. Yeah, and I don't know that NIL really does anything to resolve that. No, and that's more for the bowl game. like Or I guess, no. I don't know. I think NIL will keep. I think it has the potential of keeping players on campus longer. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if it's going to necessarily keep them in games or in bowl games specifically. I don't know that that really makes that much of a difference. For them. It'll, it'll help a little bit. At the top, it won't help, but it'll help some. All right, more on that uh, on the Would You Rather Wednesday, recapping the Jazz win over the the, uh, Pelicans next hour. Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Lionel Messi seems to have everything a world-class soccer star could ever ask for. He's won four Champions League titles. He's played for some of the world's best clubs, eight honors as the best soccer player in the world. He's earned over a billion dollars in his career. Despite one of the greatest careers of all time, he's still without the ultimate goal, and that's a World Cup title. But yesterday, the star delivered in crunch time, helping lift Argentina to the finals in a win over Croatia. Messi contributed with a goal, multiple beautiful passes and an assist to close out the match. Argentina will now officially advance to the World Cup final where they will await the winner of France and Morocco. With everything Messi has accomplished through his 18-year career, it's hard to say the superstar has anything left to prove. But with Messi on the doorstep of his most elusive achievement, the forward's goat argument is starting to get stronger and stronger every day. I'm Dan Patrick and this is Above the Noise.